at Pew Talk Podcast, we know that faith starts in the home. We also know that it can be difficult to take what we hear on Sunday and live it out in our homes the rest of the week. That's because information alone doesn't lead to growth and change. But information that's reflected on and put into practice is much more likely to lead to growth and change. Join us as we hear God's Word, reflect on it, and give practical starting points that help you live out your faith in your family and in your community. That's new. It's new. But you don't know how to fix it, right? Well, no. It's supposed to tell you how long the video is going so you know when to end. It's a new feature, and everybody's really interested in this subject because they have no idea what we're talking about. No. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello, friends. We're all together. I'm going to move people around. Let's see here. I'm going to put you over here, Casey. Okay. I'm going to put you over here. Long arm. Hold on. We'll even make it. I got Casey's hand in the corner, too. We'll make it even longer over there. Stretch. Stretch Armstrong. How about we just grow? Oh, finger's right. No, not good. All right. Let's just go back. Last week, guys, did look a little funny. Like, well, there's only three of us. Together. Yeah. I know, but it, it, it just, just looked like you were really glowing. Well, you just got to get used to different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, somebody's yeah. been watching The Chosen. I've been Embrace really, I've been change. watching. I love that, that show. Yeah, yeah it's watched, awesome. I've watched three episodes. That is one that I, I really, really want to watch, but I really, really have to be, personally, I have to be in the right mindset for it. Yeah. And like, I can't be playing a game. I can't be ready for bed. Um, and usually by the time that I can sit down and watch a show, I'm ready asleep. for bed and I'm yeah. going to fall asleep. And I don't want to miss. I, I, I've been at two seasons. <laughs> yeah. Is that all there is? Yeah, the third, so one, third one is currently in production to, to hopefully be able to end up following some. They plan on doing seven like seasons. That's what they plan Whoa, really? as long as they can get funding for it, but they plan on seven. I feel like the funding just broke. Oh, yeah. This is, this is yeah, oh, it is something else. I gotta tell you, I'm enjoying it. What do you like about it? it? What do I like about it? Um, Well, there's several things. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but we don't need to talk about that. So, how is God but messing no, with you? No, 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 no. God's messing with you by... Now everybody, yeah. I don't think everybody wants to know. We do, and the we're person, the ones the that one are talking online right now is watching. We're <laughs> the ones that are talking. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Um, I really like how they kind of. Well, I guess when I read the Bible, I don't really have any indication on on the disciples and how who they are as individuals. You kind of get hints here and there, but I think the show does a good job just kind of breeding. I mean, I don't know how much of that is just a little artistic license, or if it's if it's all. I mean, I definitely what I really like. I was talking to Casey about, and, and actually Tara this on the other night was I like how Jesus is like just like hanging out being whatever and then he gets real intense real quick and you're like oh, it's yeah. and you can tell it's just like I mean the actor does a great job when his authority kicks in it's just it's there you know and <laughs> they I, I definitely like how they put his I mean they kind of talk in everyday language but he actually has like verses in the bible and the way he says and re- reflection on it it's not some stuffy guy going and thou said this yeah it's just like you know it's more conversational you have to watch it it's a great show it's more context your life like well and, and it definitely really puts into context the history the what was going on oh yeah the Jewish traditions going on how big that was because I you know again you, right, you know we, it's there you just don't we don't understand all that oh yeah and I like how they they um you watch some of the behind the scene thing they consulted with so many people that they had <laughs> they had this behind the scenes and it was just like okay we have a Catholic we have a rabbi and an evangelist you know whatever and he's like I feel like it's the start of a bad joke kind That's of thing. yeah <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but you know they 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 wanted to try to get as accurate as possible but also still telling a story in a dra- yeah. in a drama kind of way and um you know it's interesting to see now I don't know if the, I know that some of the timeline things are a little 
wonky because kind of, and they say that at the beginning we kind of scrunch something together just for narrative purposes. Okay. Good. I know. I know. I, I'm sorry. Went on my rant. I've not seen it. I've heard a lot of people that love it. Yeah, I've, I've really, I've yeah. Never like it. I said, I've, I've enjoyed very little of it. That sounded wrong. <laughs> I've watched very little of it, and what I've watched, I've enjoyed. Um, but yeah, I have not had a chance to sit and watch. And I know there are a couple of Trinity Life groups that they just that's their life as they watch it, watch an episode, and just see what conversation come out of that. They've really nice. enjoyed that too. So. Yeah. I don't know. I just binged it. Yeah. One day we, one day I did watch it with the kids. We watched the uh, the wedding. Ooh. Yeah, we watched that with the kids. Kids were like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, yeah. <laughs> a different way to talk the Bible. Got Bobby. The Bible. So what's going on with you guys? You guys didn't binge watch anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Real Housewives of <laughs> LA. We're not supposed to believe in them, but there's ghosts. Oh, it's like the ghost living in the house. It's a comic. It really yeah. is. Okay. So it's funny. It really is. There's a lot of sarcasm in it. It's just one of those. I don't know. It's. it's I guess maybe it's. I well, I know why it is. Because sometimes I zone out and I'm having a conversation with me in my own head, and all of a sudden, I'm like you know, that's funny. <laughs> but then to watch it on a sitcom where you know the wife and the husband are sitting on the couch similar to that, and the wife is having a whole conversation with all these you know ghosts from different time periods behind her, and the husband's just sitting there like, Ooh, like and then she'll laugh like what? She's like, oh, someone something makes me giggle. I don't know the show. <laughs> it's no funny. Idea. It's really it's kind of preview. it's yeah. it's dumb, but I anyway. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yep, sarcasm and I don't know. It's something that you can. It's like the office. It's something you don't really have to think a lot about. You just mm-hmm. sit, listen, and you know get a laugh from it. That's probably why I connected with the, the office so much. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm done with the day, I'm done thinking. Yeah. And you just don't. Huh. Yeah, I was. I, I'm completely different out of everybody. Oh, yeah, come on. Okay. You're an individual. Uh, yeah. I, make I also don't awkward. think you should. De- you know, um, what? I don't need to announce that I'm different. No, I don't think you need to self defeat on yourself. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah. That's not the way I was taking it. But okay. Apparently you did. I'm so sorry <laughs> for my own feelings. I'm such a horrible person that I I'm made you think that. <laughs> now I'm thinking I'm um, Stacy gave me a show like I just asked her one day I'm like pick a show I need something new I need something different um, no pressure no pressure it has to be good <laughs> and she crushed it what is it uh, Kevin Can Wait uh, that's a fun show oh, I've not watched uh, that I, kept, I watched that was live uh, it's Kevin James I love Kevin I James, love Kevin James. if you ever if, want any of the seasons of King of Queens I got all I used to love King of Queens I, and I that's, tried that but it was he needed the upskirt it's like, on well, Peacock here's another Kevin James that's <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's DVDs but it's King of Queens yeah so I just it's been hilarious um there there are times i'll because i'll put my headphones on and watch it and i'll be uh, she watches a fantastic show that's just wholesome and uplift um <laughs> and so i'll get i'll be washing dishes or something and i'll just be just bust out laughing and i yeah, think i did well you did well <laughs> done did good what do you want we'll skip stacy <laughs> Oh, I kinda I, I've been watching Selling Gunset because I really like estate shows. And have you watched this? This one's different because it's also like a lot of. So it's women real estate agents in Los Angeles at this really luxury, like really luxury real estate firm that do like multi million dollars. So I started watching thinking it was be like showcasing cool the houses. Yeah. yeah. It's more like a drama, like the real housewives, it's a, the real agents of Los Angeles. But I'm such a sociologist. Like I love watching people. Yes. That's, that's my degree from college, a sociologist. I love. Love people watch and so this is like i have never been so and the out like clothes that they wear every day and oh the, my the hair and the makeup and the whole cars they drive like i can't stop watching because i'm like this lifestyle is not anything like mine yes. i don't want my life to be like this but i'm curious absolutely so I there's, completely there's a lot that. of drama there's a lot of language there's a lot of beautiful house it's oh, like all those it. reality tv shows when they can sell a like a 40 million dollar house and get um hundreds of thousands of dollars in mission and like that's just one. their day and yeah. i'm like uh you made you went into the wrong salary. field. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> 
Now, do you think you could succeed as a realtor in the greater Los Angeles area? Uh, I would uh, not. Nope. I would not no, fit in that I group. I would not. Nope. I would not wear the proper clothing. For... Oh, I would. I would be awesome. People would be like, I want that girl. She knows what she's doing, which wow. is that's yeah. my quality. Okay, what are you uh, watching there? So I don't binge a lot of shows because binging uh, binging shows. I like I like the episodic thing where you think in between oh, what will happen. He is a he is an oh, awful is person. I know, I know. Yeah, I get that a lot. He's a weirdo. Yeah. Why do you think I'm the director of Christian education? I'm just a little bit out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I've been going kind of back like to the 90s and early 2000s, kind of feeling retro lately. So yeah, <laughs> retro. I yeah. still think that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. But but uh, I'm thinking Three's Company and he's thinking you know, I, <laughs> Full House. <laughs> I was watching, uh, some may know the show, some may not, but uh, late 90s show, Early Edition with Kyle oh, Chandler. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. It was, it was about a guy one. who got borrows news today. today. Oh, yeah. I have seen that. Oh, I, I, that sounds horrible. It's a very <laughs> wholesome <laughs> show. It's a great sociological experiment. Like, Maybe I would like it. It's a, he, so is he, I he keeps trying to figure out why why he gets tomorrow's news today because no one else does, mm. but he could use it to you know pick the winning lottery numbers or, you know. He does that one. He does that, yeah. Yeah, one of he watched that episode recently, but he doesn't do it himself. No. Um, but he finds so he normal. finds all the awful things are about to happen, and he tries to stop where they do. And it's it, it's 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 everything cheesy about the late '90s, but it's just fun. This is not so, a comedy. Yeah, no. no, but now he doesn't that mess up it. Well, yeah, you're not let's, supposed to think that far into it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't mess up the time space continuum because like, it hasn't well, happened. Yeah, it's, but he's, he's getting the newspaper. The future, though. Well, we all change Doc the future Brown every day. No, it's the last line. It's the last line in Back to the Future. Three. Your future isn't Space written yet. It can be whatever you want it to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just saying. You know how many theories there are on time travel? I'm sure. And we're not going to get into it now. I'm sure. That's the book that I'm reading right this now. This is not a, a sci-fi yes. show. No, that's her. the um. Okay. Well, we should probably. Well, no. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I have to. I have to because my next statement <laughs> is going to sound weird unless I actually say it. In, in addition to the chosen, I'm also watching Halo and. Uh, <laughs> Nightwing. Uh-huh. I mean, not Nightwing. Nightwing. Uh, Moon Knight. Did you feel a little oh, righteous? I thought you were about to say Nightwing. Saying, it's oh, not, I love It's Night not Court. like I'm just sitting here. Yeah. Yes. He's so cute in the movie. And I'm like, oh, you're so pretty. I love it. We're back on now, by the way. Oh, that's okay. Oh, hey. uh-huh. Hi, yes. friends. Yes. But we're not recording. Are we recording? Now we're recording. Okay. <gasps> That should Yay. be fun to edit together. Yeah. So we um we were talking about weird stuff and um and the power went off. The power everything went off. just shut down. God said he had had enough of our weirdness. <laughs> so that was fun. Let's not do that again. That's how Paul's we have to scrambling. embrace Thank God. You, Paul. Paul is like Paul's just sitting there and you're like, oh, Paul's in the exact same spot that he was <laughs> before the blackout. Um, yeah, Paul just sat time. there while all of us did all the technical <laughs> stuff. And then we clapped. We would not said, be back. Yay. Congratulations. Well, anyways, what I was trying to say before all this malarkey. Yeah, I think we're back up. I know. Going on, it hopefully. says we're live, so yeah. Well, anyways, um, what I was trying to say is because I, I, I talked with Chosen and you guys went on this tirade about other shows, mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted to point out that I'm also watching weird shows too, yeah. But because the whole conversation we were gonna have before everything shut down was the whole concept of living sacrifice mm-hmm. and what does that mean, and of course, the whole concept of being living sacrifice is the maybe the media and the different things that you might be consuming. Oh, look, segue, and I was gonna segue really good that's why i had to bring up the fact that i'm, I'm watching weird stuff weird stuff other than the chosen because if yeah. i just said hey i'm watching the chosen you guys are watching this <laughs> now speaking of being a living sacrifice <laughs> how come you can't how be as come good as me? you guys are <laughs> 
So that's so I would like to w- let's just jump right into the reading because we were mm-hmm. you know we're like twenty three minutes into it and we haven't. Oh wait, we'll Jesus it up now. All right, we are John Day. You want me to restart it? Just 24? start at twenty four. Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is after Jesus appeared to the disciples and Thomas is like, ah, he, I don't know who he is. All right. I don't know. Now who. Thomas called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples okay. told him, "We have seen the Lord." But he said to them, "Unless I see the nail marks hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it." A week later, his disciples were in the house and Thomas was with them. So the doors were locked. Jesus came and stood among them and said, "Peace be with you." Then he said to Thomas, "Put your finger here. See my hand. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Stop doubting and believe." Thomas said to him, "My Lord and God." Then Jesus told him, "Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not and yet have believed." Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which were not recorded in this book. But these are written. Well, no, you, you got to sing it. <clears throat> nope. But these are <laughs> these written. These things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that Hallelujah. by believing okay. you may have life in His name. This is part of liturgy. Thanks be to God. Praise to you, oh Christ. Well, thanks. That yeah. was great. So, did you know that part of the liturgy from John? <laughs> now you do. Now you do. And now you know. Trivia. Yeah. And knowing's half the battle. <laughs> you should because if you follow follow along in the hymnal on the far right hand side, it has all of the little Bible verses. I just <laughs> <laughs> Does that have the little Bible verses? I think you just rolled your eyes at me. <laughs> I just follow on the screen. But does that make us complacent? No. Complacent what? Well, I'm following along on the screen, but I'm not like following along. No. What does that have to do with that? I don't know. We don't but have then the does that side. just make me take things for granted? Because I, I'm, what it's it does is it, it means that you don't have all of the other um, notes and things that are available for you. Just like if you read the Bible on the screen rather than like pulling out your study Bible that has all the notes on the bottom, it's still the Bible, um, <laughs> but you just have, you're just missing There's out. There's more. You're missing out on, but that doesn't mean missing out in a like, I didn't get Bible. Sure. Yeah, still get Just Bible. Saying. Still get the liturgy. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, you're not going to get that. Um, I, I'm not going to open up to John 20 while I'm singing the Alleluia. Well, to, so those are there for study between services, really. Or unless you're, or if you're a kid who's bored, um, or if you're a parent whose kids are bored and you just give them the hymnal and say, look up those and see how they match. I have not. Good. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so you brought up Thomas. Yeah. And then you brought up living sacrifice. Yeah. Living sacrifice isn't part of this. We I understand that, spot. but I want to know where you're so at the very end, so Thomas gets this, like we, we call Thomas Doubting Thomas because uh, like this section, um, but all of the disciples doubted. Everyone doubted. Everyone should have doubted. Um, therefore, they watched their friend die. And then all of a sudden, people are saying that he's alive again. Um, I'm sure going through their minds as they are hiding in the room for fear of the Jews, um, part of that is they've heard that this body is no longer there. They're wa- Some of them are wondering, probably did someone else take the body and are we going to get blamed for it? Um, and we going to get in trouble. Um, so they're hiding and Jesus appears to them, but Thomas isn't there. So they tell Thomas, he's like, yeah, I don't believe you. Um, and they didn't believe either initially. So um, we call him Doubting Thomas. We should stop calling him Doubting Thomas because that Thomas then, at least based on, and this is not biblical, but based on extra biblical writings, based on traditions, he lived for another 40 years proclaiming the gospel um, into the nations until he was murdered for his faith. Um, he was, I believe, stuck through the heart with a spear. Um, As one would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That usually leads towards death. Um, Maybe unless he just got like a linter and that whatever. Um, and festered, just festered, a festering heart, all right, merely a flesh wound. Um, so then after all of this, we get this this time where he doubts, and Jesus says, "Hey, you've you believe because you've seen, but blessed are those who have not believed and yet have seen." And then John like kind of pans out. That's not yeah. Strike that reverse. <laughs> <laughs> blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. There, we go. there you go. Yeah, yes. yes, scratch that reverse. It okay. Um, I was like already into my 
next point with my head. So yep. my words were just moving. Um, we got you. So then John like zooms out and he says, he gives the whole point. You're in now chapter 20, at the end of chapter 20 of my book. Let me tell you why I've written this. These things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God. And so one, it's important that you would believe, but then two, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Now, to be very honest, um, I was, I had a very different last third of my sermon. Written. My sermon was done on Wednesday. Um, Wednesday afternoon, um, between 1 and 2 p.m. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, I was driving to the ECC to take some forging uh, forward in faith card to the ECC so they could send them home with their with their children's. And I was listening to the Catholic channel. As one would. As one would. Uh, 102.7. I, I love to listen to the Catholic channel. Sometimes I like to pick fights with them in my car. And sometimes I'm like, ooh, that's really good. And I got an ooh, that's really good um, in terms of this living sacrifice. Piece. And I'm one who doesn't say like, oh, this was a sign from God. But I'm like, this is a much better, like this concept is a much better ending to what does it look like to have life in his name than mine, um, than, than the one that I originally wrote. And so I went back and did some editing uh, and that's how I got to this piece. So the living sacrifice piece is actually from Rome. Chapter 12. I know that. Yeah. But I didn't answer my question. <laughs> that we should live, um, that we might have life in his name. What does it mean to live? True To truly live means to be, to really sacrifice our will and our way. Like John's not saying, saying, hey, if you believe because you read this, then you can go do whatever you want, dude. Like you can just like, like just eat some pizza and skateboard. And okay. I, I think the reason I'm having a hard time connecting is that you're, you're taking the last line. Um, you're taking the last line of that yeah. and connecting it with the living sacrifice. Yes. And then I'm, I'm trying to connect Thomas and all this. And it's a flow. Thomas a didn't flow. believe these things were written that you may believe. And that then what? By believing, it's not just, okay, I believe. Yay. But that by believing you may have life in his name. So what does that life look like? That That's what Thomas went on to do was to live for Jesus and go and spread the good news of Jesus, even though he initially doubted to go and spread the good news of Jesus, even into death. Go. See that? It wasn't so hard to answer that question. It only took 20 minutes. <laughs> 32. A couple of those are offline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we got into a, well, I say we, we had a couple people who got into a conversation text-wise on the actual surrender part of that. So, Which is not the word in the scripture either, because I'm re reading it later, I'm like, offer it. I mean, that's what's key. Because I, I was then looking, I was thinking about surrender. What did it mean to render God? What, how do that, what does that look like? You talked about the alt off the phone, but then we keep falling back out, like, in like continual. I just think that's like, that's a picture that, that's what I heard as like, oh, that's that's an incredible picture for me. It's like, that's what I see in my head. Yeah, continue to come back up. So I was just reading them articles online and I found one that I thought for me at least really kind of summed up what is surrender entering to Christ because surrender to me was like in war oh I, I give up fight give up and die yeah I give up I have no whoever, I'm going to be a prisoner like kind I don't of a negative kind of I don't get to set the terms anymore my captor is who determines what happens next to me right which is not wrong what we do when we surrender but it was a negative connotation so this was help for me in thinking about it when you surrender to Christ you aren't surrendering your God-given identity uniqueness you aren't giving up as a defeated hero but as a refugee from this world escaping a life of slavery starvation and abuse. We surrender not for fear or threat, but in hope that the one to whom we surrender has a better life for us. And that hope doesn't disappoint. So thinking about as like a refugee is totally different in my brain. I mean, that's not the same for everybody else, but the refugees are the ones coming out of that broken country or territory or whatever and seeking, you are like, you are my savior in this. Right. And I know that I'm safe hands and I'm trusting my life for care now. So that idea of surrender is trusting that God is there for us. The way that I was living before was not a life of abundance and growth. It was a life of death, starvation, despair. Now I'm with you living a life of hope, which 
is what Jesus is. That's why we live for Jesus. Is the hope of our eternity. With I like that. <laughs> it's a living hope. Yeah. I kind of think of it. Um, so, okay. I kind of, I kind of think of it of a chicken. And okay. Egg. okay. So imagine the story. Okay. So chicken and a pig are walking down the street and see a grocery store needed eggs and bacon. And the chicken, the chicken, <laughs> the chicken goes to the pig. Hey, we should go help this grocer out. The pig's like, what are you talking? About? And he's like, well, you know, it needs, I can provide the chicken. I can provide the eggs and you can provide the bacon. And the pig's like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, why not? And the pig, the pig goes, well, you know, I mean, you give eggs. It's just a donation. I am, I am bacon. And so, you know, it's just one of those things you look at and go, you know, we as Christians, sometimes we just kind of give eggs. We have a egg here and give it here and you're an egg, 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 egg. And maybe sometimes we have a cat egg. <laughs> Time to be a rotten. Sometimes a rotten egg. That's a good way of putting it. But are we willing to be okay. the bacon living sacrifice to make pork, which is completely not Jewish, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're in the new covenant. Yeah. But we all like bacon. Mm -hmm. There's even bacon. There's even vegans that bake. That's they try and make <laughs> carrots taste like bacon. So it's tofu. Just go with it. <laughs> well, the, the whole point is, is that, you know, you kind of sit there and go, if I become bacon, is that it? Is that mean that I just completely, I'm just done, consume and, and, and the chicken goes on and so and that's, I think that's where we as mortal people is like we hear the word sacrifice and surrender. We feel like we're going to be chopped up into bacon, consumed. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, well, and that's what, I mean, that is what a sacrifice, going back to the old covenant, that's what sacrifice was. It was an animal sacrifice. You put that bull up on that altar or you put that lamb up on that altar. You slit its throat and it's dead. Um, and so it's, it is hard to really grasp what a living sacrifice Because I can say that I sacrificed myself to you, but, or to, to God, um, but I, I'm not dead. Like, honestly, that would be, that would be an easier, and, and there are some. I'm not saying please don't do this. Um, but there are some like cult that that's that's what it is. Like you sacrifice yourself to this Same. thing. Um, and they would kill themselves or they would be killed and then it's done. Like you can't walk away from them. But I, I can every day. Like every day I, I brawl back off the altar because I want to do it my way. And then I gotta brawl back up on the altar. Say, nope, God, your way is better. And I crawl back down off the altar because I some sparkly and shiny over there and I want to go after it. I gotta crawl back up on the altar and go, okay, that was sparkly and shiny, but it was what you wanted. Yeah. That's what I mean. If you're going to sacrifice yourself to eat bacon, but you're sitting there going, you know what? Maybe I'll just give you egg because then I can still have troll. Yeah. Right. Because that's what you that's what you mentioned on your deck. I did. I mentioned troll, but now as I'm sitting here, I have so many thoughts rolling around in my head. It's absolutely terrible. Um, going back to like that cult, somebody is going to sacrifice self as a living sacrifice. I think we as Christians, I have a hard time thinking that. I have a hard time thinking, oh, you know, because I know that Jesus wouldn't want me to sacrifice myself in that way for the benefit of him. He would want me to to sacrifice or make a sacrifice by doing his works. Um, you know, I know I'm a poor, miserable sinner. I crawl on and off the altar, not literally on and off the altar. <laughs> I did have to verify that with yes. my kids specifically. Um, you know, because that, I guess, and then how we kind of talked about it just a little bit was, oh, that's a sidebar, never mind. Um, sorry, OC brain, ADD brain. That's just how it goes. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Control. Control. Control sacrifice. So, yes. <laughs> um, any, <laughs> I can't even make words. That's awesome. Um, but we want to be in control because that's just what makes us feel comfortable. But for some of us, I know that I'm, and God is in control. You know, I may say, okay, this is the right way to do this. This is the right, how do I say this way? But it's not always going to work because God has the biggest picture of it all for all of us. And he might know that, okay, well, you know, I can use Lacey in this way, or I can use Casey in this way, I can use Stacey in this way. So you just have to be able to be open or to be okay with it and just you surrender. And when I think of the word surrender, surrender I just kind of feel like okay I'm open I want to receive let me receive and then how can I use that well control is is this fascinating thing because one of the I think one of the biggest areas Satan can have people with is trying to be the most important thing in their life like us being the most important thing in our life and sacrifice is not a literal 
more times than not, not a literal death. So, some Christians are called to give their lives in the name of the gospel. But for, for most of us every day, it's it's admitting that I'm not the number one thing in this picture. And on some days, that's really easy. Like, you're, you're not tempted very heavily. You know, everything comes up aces. And, you know, your lesson went well. Nothing went wrong majorly at your job. And, and the kids went to bed really easily. Yeah, it, it was pretty easy to sacrifice today because God's things are going my way. But for, for it seems like every one of those days, there's the ones where it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Where you have to get, where you have to trust that as much as you want to have the answers, God has better answers. And that can be incredibly hard to deal with, especially when some of the things God tells us to do in scripture run the exact opposite of the way our mind works and the way we think that we should like. And that's where sacrificing our will and who we are becomes important. Even though we aren't physically giving our, our life away, we, we have to, we sacrifice our, our will, our, our personal ambition to the fact that God has a different way to live. And even though it makes zero sense sense to me. I'm going to follow what he says. The one the story that always mind is the Battle of Jericho. Like God just says, march around the city. You know, once, once do one lap around the city for six days straight. Seventh day, do seven laps around. Blast the horns real loud. Yell at the top of your lungs. Now make the walls fall. That doesn't make sense. But it's those moments when we have to step out and go, God, this is utterly insane. I don't get it. But because you said it, I will sacrifice my will, my desire, the way I want to do things and take the next step that, that you say you want me to take. When I was watching The Chosen, they had this one scene, Moses may snake or Mm-hmm. And the Iron Snake, and of course, they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And he's just, and basically the idea, like, I, I was just told to do this, and whoever looks at it, you heard snake bites. Yeah. Because that is also the whole faith of that happening. Um, and Moses was like, all right, well, that's why I guess I got to do this, you know? Yeah. And it's not, I still remember uh, Pastor Hoyer, uh, he, the picture that he put in my head on that was, because it's not like he just all of a sudden made a bronze snake overnight. No. Um, it would have taken a long time to, to get that to be what it was supposed to be. And all the while, people people were, were dying and looking to Moses going, why aren't you saving us? And he's like, I am. You've got to wait. Like, <laughs> I can't melt I can't, metal faster. <laughs> do this faster. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah. Of course, you know, and, and, and also Moses not going, no, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's got to work on this. Yeah. I was told as his people were dying. So, yeah. But I, when I think of the of living sacrifice, this is where I, this is the reason why I brought up the other shows that I watch. Because to me, when, you, when you're kind of living sacrifice of the Lord, then the things that you consume, either whether, whether food or entertainment or whatever, could be towards that. Purpose. Yeah. None of us in this room. <laughs> Feel a little do. convicted. <laughs> well, I mean, if we want to be honest, um, I will say that I do. I mean, even when when I'm watching some of this show, you know, even these silly things, I do try to find because I I usually find some sort of Christian message within mm-hmm. show because it is built into our moral our cakes. Yeah. Even if it's the this is what happened when like we see the negative effect of this is what life had. Looked. Yeah. Well, and and, and I, I I believe I'm gonna get a little philosophical. I do believe that for societies to do, we need a foundation that connects. Mm-hmm. I do believe that that's a Bible, whether or not it's Hebrew or, I mean, the Jewish Torah or whatnot, but it's all because of God's word together and how we are as a society and how morals and all built into it, regardless leave in God or not, right? Yeah. And so... Well, and Great. there's also we, what's called, uh, like, natural law and written. <clears throat> and natural law gives us this, like, we all have these things written on our hearts. Naturally, in our hearts, you know, I should not kill another person. Yeah. No one needed to tell me I should do that. And even when we get to the point where, like, yeah, I'll, I'll kill somebody, because um, we've all got... No. Um, <laughs> but, like, even people who, like, like they know it's... Be, even even deep down, something's broken, uh, you know, in that, and they know that. But yeah, so that's so even even there's something even deeper than the Bible because not every one of us is going to agree. Um, and here we do, but like not everyone in America or in Fremont is going to agree that the Bible should be the foundation. I'm not saying that. No, I know. Yeah. But even deeper than that, God has built His natural law into all people, and so you look across all every single culture across time. Um, killing people was not a like it was 
was used to you like show your authority, but it was also that's you know, it was really right. Um, so there, there's this like if you just kill someone, I mean, they, in cold blood. Yeah, yeah. There are some we could, that, but. could possibly put a happier spin on that where it's well, like it, it's ingrained in you. Yeah. It's just something you know. Yeah. And I'm kind of looking at it like you're walking down the street and you see a little toddler about to fall. What is your first instinct? Is to reach forward phone and out, no, lots not of Twitter a likes. phone out <laughs> TikToks. But that's that's kind of the same thing. That's your instinct. Yeah. You know, you just you, to help. help. Yes. Well, and I, I think it's it's one of the amazing things that God has, has written on us as human beings is is the ability to be empathetic, which not pathetic, empathetic, yes. meaning that you can when when you see someone crying, you can emote, you can connect. I had moments I felt sad. Right. That hurts. That person is hurting. How do I help right. them not hurt? Yep. I like how your empathy sounded just like a robot right there. Yeah. Like <laughs> ro- empathy is so opposite of robots, but you're like crying. It's like the Baymax. I've movies. cried. <laughs> crying hurt. They hurt. Thank you. <laughs> well, there you go. I just. Uh, it's okay, oh, I know. I'm like that is exactly Sec- how yeah. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that that is that is essentially that is the circuitry that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm now picturing Baymax from I know. Big Hero but Six. It, it doesn't matter though where you grew up, what you believe in. It, you see that, and you're like, I can connect that. Yeah. And I think that's where some of this, as Paul's trying to say, he goes, we're all connected somehow, whether it is with the foundation of the Bible or natural law that's just ingrained in us yeah. as a person. But the problem is, because you'll say, well, everyone should love, or I'll say well, everyone but not, shouldn't kill, but, but we all still have sin. We're all yes. sinful, and yes. so that sinfulness breaks down where we all have this natural law. We all can suppress different parts at different right. um, We also have the written law, which we all can suppress if we do, and that's mm-hmm. where, you know, Casey, you like to say that, that we see the law as everybody else's sin, um, except Chief for... Chief sinners, the someone's sin, but trust me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. That was, I, I heard that. that goes, I know, that was, that was one of the, my favorite sermons I had heard when I was in college as a pastor. The, the title of that hymn is Chief Sinners, Though I Be, Jesus Shed His Blood for Me. But too often, you know, we see someone sinning in a way that's not like ours, so Chief of Sinners, Though I Be, someone sins much worse than me. I'm rubber here, Lou, and bounce on sticks to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not 2022. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, which is also the reason why I feel when we look at certain things in the world today that they're trying to make mainstream, trying to make normal, it goes against that fabric that we're talking about. Yeah. And you could feel it yeah. going the wrong. I mean, it's yeah. like you're going against the tide here. Mm-hmm. Well, and when we were talking about TV shows, that was that's where my mind went. Is uh, you you look at a lot of the TV shows today, it, it kind of swings really far. Empathy in that sin has created a lot of hurts in this world, and and there are there are great ways to process them, and then there are horrible ways. And a lot of times, it seems that, that a lot of multimedia lately glorifies the horrible ways to deal with your hurts, and it's it's portrayed as acceptable and, and good to to deal with your hurts this way. And or words are fun right now. Uh, at least at least those ways work. Yes, whether it's turning you know at, for a time like a lot of times it comes out of, but like if you turn to the bottle or if you turn to whatever other addiction um or or certain or behavior which way you want to act. at least in certain shows seem to work for a while mm-hmm. yeah. as long as you you live your truth and, you know that's yeah that yeah. you know that that's okay uh, that that's that's how, that's how it's portrayed is that's okay you know this is how someone else's truth is lived but and that that's where it comes back to the sacrificial living is these ways that we see around us people dealing with their hurts whether it's affect elves or whether their behaviors are affecting 
affecting other people. Even if it seems natural that this would sometimes heal our hurts or bring us joy or whichever way you want to look at it, it's looking at what scripture says that most of a lot of the ways you portrayed today, Christ has said, that's not what I want for you because that's not the way I wanted your life to be. I have it so much better. Follow me. You're just full of rhymes today. Yeah. I know. I, I'm a regular Dr. Seuss, apparently. <laughs> Except I haven't started making up words yeah. yet. Dr. Seuss has been canceled. So. I was going to oh, say. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, even though my clock here says 32, it says 55 up here. So we've kind of been live 55 yeah. except for. Uh, power out. For those of you who are listening just to the audio, version, you get to edit out where the power out. Oh, yeah. It you'll, be you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah. We go. It'll, it'll shut off in mid-sentence. And then we'll Ooh. be like, and we're back. <laughs> so how do we wrap this up? Um, Just do it. Uh, no. Um, do it. Do it. <laughs> um, this is like, this is the most difficult walk of the Christian. Um, it's really easy to say, I accept Jesus into my life. Now everything's going to be perfect. Um, so going back to the, the, the Catholic station that I listened to, it was, uh, he was talking to, um, I don't know, some convention and there was some open mic time for people to ask questions. I remember one, um, young mom who said, you know, if you would have had this conversation with me five years ago, I would have been all in, but now I have a husband and I have children and this scares, um, because it's not just me anymore. Um, I've got a family. Um, and so like it, this is, this really is a scary thing mm -hmm. to say, yes, God, I, I sacrifice, you know, I offer myself as a sacrifice your will. Um, sometimes that's kind of what the call process looks like in, in, in the way that we do things in the LCMS is just like randomly you get a call from someone that you weren't, that you had no clue. And, and God says, yeah, that's where I want you to go. Okay. Um, but, but it's, it really is, you know, no matter that you don't have to be in ministry to sacrifice, you know, to offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Um, and, and so to really be willing to say, God do with me, even just one day, you know, do with me today, what you would have me to do is the scariest thing that you could do. But it's also the most awesome because God promises like that you may have life uh, that by believing you may have life in my name. And Jesus says in another place that I've come that you might have life in the full. Like when you're living where God has called you, like when you're living what he has called you to do, there's no greater life because you fulfilled the purpose that he has created. Um, it's not easy. Um, there's sometimes where it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I feel like I'm I'm here where God has called me to be and I'm having a lot of fun right now. We're getting another meeting tomorrow to really get excited about some things that God is calling us forward to. Um, I'm really excited about those things. They're fun. They're fun conversations to have. Like I have such great joy and I like, so it's not like if I say, God, I sacrifice myself to you that it's always going to be painful. It's always going to hurt. You can't be happy. You have to be sad. You have to be, you know, a, a monk that's off in, in a different world, just, you know, taking a, a vow of silence. Um, it just, that's the thing is you don't know where God's calling. Um, and for some people, he calls them to go across the world um, to translate his word into different languages. Got a letter from Carl Grokey today from Lutheran Bible Trans. Um, and they are, they are working on translating God's word into um, Czech Kalagari, I believe, is the language, the heart language of the people in Botswana, in one of the group people in Botswana. They've never heard God speak in their heart language. And so as they, I mean, they've got five kids, right? And they had a great, they, they loved life where they were at until God called them somewhere else. And they would have never been, if they had said no to that, they would have never been content. They, I called them a new place. It was scary. And it's hard. Um, COVID was hard for them. Uh, all the, you know, but but they're, they're safe, sacrifice themselves to God's will. Again, it doesn't, that doesn't mean, okay, now I have to go overseas. So the prayer is, God, use me. Show me how you would want me to live. Show me how you're calling me to move forward uh, myself as a sacrifice. And that's a daily thing. I had to ask our kids before bed, that, so how, how do you render Todd? He surrendered that. Read my Bible. <laughs> Pray. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> Alex and Sam, verse two. <laughs> yes. And serve other people and go to worship and do nice things. Well, really that's five that. children. Who, well, uh, they were. Oh, okay. Too. All right. <laughs> There's one you don't know one, about. One did not uh, respond. No, so really? So they were multiple animal okay. children, I thought. No, it, it really is. just. It's, that, it's 
almost Simple. like just love God and love people. Right. Yeah. Well, so uh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and this <laughs> verse kept coming to my mind uh, because on one hand, sacrifice does does imply sort of death, you know. Um, and, but when we're asked to be living sacrifices or surrender, we're not at we're not once once this happens, we're not in it alone. So I had to look it up as Galatians two verse twenty. It says, "I have been crucified, died with Christ, and it's no longer I live, but Christ lives within me." And in in our death to ourself as sacrifice, you're not in it alone as you do these things. Christ is with yeah. you. Yeah, and so it really, it almost becomes a simple life. Right? We talk about Nebraska as the good life. Also no, it's not, not for everybody. Not for um, but you talk about, because it's, <laughs> a lot of it's because it's simple. Um, it, 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 it's simple. Like, we don't make things more complicated. I mean, we do now, but like, um, <laughs> it used to be, like, you just, you didn't make things more complicated than they needed. And I think too often we can do that as Christians and, and try to do it perfectly or try to, like, really, really, God, I'm not going to move until I know 100% that, that you want me to step with my right foot instead of my left foot. So I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> Good luck never leaving your recliner. Um, and, and that's what, again, that's part of this was like, you just go do it. And, you, and if you see a need, you fill it. You just go serve God. And, and and if you go, and then all of a sudden, like the whole way you're going, you say, God, if, if this is not the way that you have me go, shut it down. You know, turn me around. Send me in a different direction. But I'm going to go this direction because this is the direction I feel is the way to go. Um, And so and so we just we just go do God's will. Hey, God, lead me as I go. The words goes back on to do it. Go, go do it. Stop sitting <laughs> around. Stop, stop sitting around waiting for everything to be perfect. Stop sitting around. And then this, again, I'm going back to Kath Channel. Or step back and let it happen. But like, like if, if, uh, there's a question from somebody I, I think who wanted to get, like, was trying to find the right husband. Well, you don't, you don't say, God, will you please tomorrow send me my husband? The right husband. You, so there's, okay. you go on a date. Um, you go on a date <laughs> and you see and you go, mm, no, or maybe. But I, but I prayed this, so it has to be it, even though the date went horribly. Yeah. So you just <laughs> right? don't be, don't make it more complicated. Go love love God, love others. Many things on my head right now because I have two sayings in my head. One is Pat, which is you know lead, follow, or get out of the way. Except he said it a little bit more colorfully. Yeah. And two, um, either be a chicken or be a pig. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is weird to say it like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go be a pig. So okay, let's pig. go be a pig, <laughs> and offer our bacon as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing Hungry. to you. Continual bacon. Yep. So anyways, okay, let's wrap this up. What's All right. Like, what's as Mike Rowe would say, land the plane. Okay, I'll close in prayer, but just go go do it. Uh, we pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for offering yourself a sacrifice for us. That in that sacrifice, you have given us life. Um, and now you call us a life. Um, because you have given us life, not to earn it, not to keep it. Um, but because you have given us life. Um, and what a great joy that is. You call us to go spread that with others. Um, and so help us. Um, to be living sacrifice each and every day. Help us to um, sacrifice our wills, our desires, our ways, your will, your desire, your way. As we follow you. Um, and whenever we step in the wrong direction make it brutally obvious to us um, that, that you need us to go in a different uh, we pray this in your name man laugh during your prayer but you said have it your way i was just like what are we on the menu at burger king or what <laughs> there you go that's ordering us like i'll have a side of casey with uh bacon <laughs> bacon i just have so. this extruder going in my head and bacon's just continually <laughs> coming out of it I don't know how it came out. Where's All right. So, is there we need? Oh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Wednesday night. <laughs> well, 630. or tonight, if you listen to this on the, on the audio version. Yep. April 27th. Yep. It's the meeting. Forging forward in faith, where we just get to talk about as leadership things that we, the direction that we see God moving us in. And we want to get feedback from the rest of the congregation. And so, and the rest of the, the rest of the family. So church families, school families, ECC families, we want to hear. We want you to hear what we're thinking. And we want to hear how that 
that sits with you. Get your questions, your feedback. Eat it in the sink. It, no, it's in the gym because okay. there's food. Yep. Yes. I bring it. Yes. Yeah, bring so, your children. So are we. Um, Leah was not excited when I told her. She's like, <laughs> yeah. is my dad going to that thing with the ECC thing? <laughs> what do you I said, <laughs> I said, yes, he's coming. I, she's like, oh, man. I said, oh, you're coming too. No. <laughs> I told her. I told her last night. She doesn't, she doesn't get excited about anything. She's a teenager. Yeah. Well, almost teenager. A pre-teenager. Yeah. I don't know. She's, yeah, don't know. She's pre-teen and real good. It's yeah. Age of man. So yeah, that's let's go. And then we got confirmation Sunday on Sunday, and so we're gonna Yay. confirm a bunch of kiddos. A bunch of kids faith. are gonna graduate church. Yep, they're gonna be done with church after Sunday. <laughs> Woohoo! So wait, why are we still in church? Did we? Because we never graduated. graduated. We, I never I, did. I got a GED. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a GED too. Not that there's anything wrong with. I'm still stuck in the elementary wing. <laughs> so that's no, that's the joke. That's the joke that we make. They are not graduating church. We've had that conversation multiple times. They're taking that next step in their faith journey um, as they're confirming the faith that has been you. given to them in their baptism. Graduating. Um, that's where we're going. They okay. Can vote too. They can vote now. They can vote. Yes. <laughs> they can vote. Yeah. They can. They're congregate. They're, they're voters members. now. Oh, that's awesome. They vote in the church. They cannot in the state of Nebraska. They cannot vote on any property. Um, right. But until they're 19, they're but they church. can vote on call meetings and things like that. Remember, they're full-fledged so catechized members we'll of the church. Don't. <laughs> don't tell them that. Oh, we will. We need quorum. We need quorum. All right. Okay. We say bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. We pray that the Holy Spirit has used this time to focus you in on the one thing that you can practice this week as you live out your faith in your family and in your community. If you found this helpful, feel free to share it with a friend. If you would like to support the work that God is doing through Trinity Fremont, you can text a donation to 1-844-353-5782 or you can give online at www.trinityfremont.com slash donate.